0: The following is from a video presentation that I did called Taking the Examine to the Next Level. You can listen to it now, or if you'd like to see the video, you can visit the post that companions this podcast at godinallthings.com. This is the God in All Things podcast, rooted in Ignatian spirituality and seeking the presence of God in the everyday. I'm Andy Otto from God in All Things. And I'd like to talk to you about taking the examine to the next level. Now most of us are familiar with the examine, or uh, known as the examination of conscience, which comes right out of St. Ignatius' spiritual exercises. And the examine prayer is meant to really be prayed um, at the end of your day, or sometimes in the middle of your day. And the idea is reviewing the last 24 hours, uh, the moments of God, um, where you felt God's presence, God's absence, um And just kind of examining um, what uh, what happened and and where that's where that might take you and Ignatius gives us five steps: the first is to thank God for the gifts of your day. Ignatius always starts with gratitude. the second is to ask for the grace to know your sins and you'll notice that Ignatius does have a little bit of a preoccupation with sin, but it is in the spirit of of trying to orientate himself uh, more toward God. The third step is to do a review of your day. Um, Some people do this chronologically. Um, Some people, and I think this is most helpful, is to just let moments and events and interactions of your day just come into your mind, come into your memory, just on their own, um, not in any particular order. And just take a look at them, notice your feelings, see what God might be telling you through those um, through those events and through those moments and through the people you met and through the feelings and emotions you had the fourth step ignatius gives is to ask god for forgiveness now as i said ignatius tends to focus a bit on sin and so he's going to be noticing those moments during his day where he is turning away from god and uh, perhaps giving into his weaknesses or giving into his temptations. so he um, starts to wrap up this prayer by ensuring that he asks God for forgiveness of his sins. And then the last step, which is the most important, is to make an amendment to your life, right? What, uh, how are you going to live tomorrow differently because of this prayer? there are various tra- uh variations um of this of this examine. this is the traditional one from the spiritual exercises but there are many ways to pray it um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be five steps but it does typically take just a short period of time so why do we care so much about the examine well here's ignatius's perspective for him it helped him make a good confession right he focused on his sins Um, in other words he wanted to orient his life toward god and he did that through his the awareness of his sins and his downfall and uh in helping him discern what those sins were and what he would bring to confession for for his healing okay um he also says to purify oneself And again, all of this, um, perhaps in a more contemporary understanding, could be said to orient our lives toward a relationship with God. Sin and, and the evil spirit seeks to fracture that relationship. The examine helps us build an awareness so we can better orient our lives toward God. And sin less, right? The examine is not supposed to be something that is isolated From the rest of our lives, but to slowly build a habit, right? A pattern of relationship with God. So, firstly, it builds awareness of God in our day, of our weaknesses, of our joys, of the things that give us passion and excitement. It involves God in our life. We essentially invite God into our day and we review. Our day with God in prayer and it helps us respond to the invitation of Jesus's call. How are we to respond to the the gifts and and the way that God is involved in, in our everyday life? So I want to just focus on these two things. The involvement of God in our life and how they examine helps us respond to Jesus' invitation, to his call. Because I think the ultimate goal of the examine is collaboration with God. This is a huge part of Ignatian spirituality. We sometimes use the the term in Ignatian circles of being co-laborers with God. And we need to be aware of how God is working through our lives if we're going to work with God in God's project. For the world, the examine helps us in being aware of how God is working in our lives and also how we're going to respond um, to that and to that invitation. The examine, as I said, comes out of the spiritual exercises, which makes sense because the prayers and meditations in the exercises are oriented toward this mission as well. So a primary purpose of the spiritual exercises is collaborating with God in God's project for the world. But many don't realize that Ignatius actually offers two kinds of examine prayer in the exercises. First is the particular and then is the general examine. The particular examine is a focus on a particular sin or defect, as Ignatius says. And the general examine is the one that most of us are familiar with. We're going to focus for a bit on the particular examine. And so the pattern that Ignatius sets up for us um, is at the beginning of our day, in the morning, he says to consider a sin or weakness that you want corrected. One thing. And then around the middle of the day, say after lunch, he says, examine your day so far and count how many times you fell into that particular sin. So it's not a review of the day so far. It's a review specifically on how you fell into that particular sin or defect that you named in the morning. And he even suggests tracking it. You might say, well, I I committed that sin twice, and you make a note of it. And then at the end of the day, say after dinner, he says examine the remainder of your day and then count how many times you fell into that sin. And so then you would basically tally up how many times you committed that sin in that day. And in this case, it would be three times. And you would continue this method of tracking each day. And again, hopefully you would you would see that the number of times you committed that sin would, would reduce. And then you could even track it on a weekly basis. And Ignatius would hope that with that awareness that we're building um, throughout our days, that the number of times we might commit the sin would go down over time. And what this does is it helps us be more honest with the different parts of our lives that we might struggle with. And again, the focus is on Orienting our lives toward God Right, it may not be focusing on a particular sin, but maybe it's just something you want to um, improve or uh, a virtue or something or a vice that you want to get rid of Um, just an element of your life that you you want to improve and sort of Take note of you know, maybe it's a desire for more patience or exercising um, courage or confidence Um, People through this through the centuries have tracked Um, uh, you know, virtues and uh, patterns of habit. Um, Ignatius um, brings this into our Christian context. So we're praying with stuff from our lives. That's the practicality of Ignatian spirituality. Kevin O'Brien, a Jesuit, says God is found in what is real. So we pray from what is real in our lives. This is why the examine is so attractive, because it meets us where our life is. It's about where God meets us in the real, messy parts of our lives. But what is real is not always easy. Lutheran pastor Nadia Bowles Weber says, What we say in church may be true, but not honest. And the example she gives is that we say God loves you, right? This is a truth. But the reality is life is hard. Sometimes we don't feel loved by God. In our church or in our religious education classes, we may say these nice things about God and our faith, But, and this is why I think people fall away from the church. We don't know how to express the hard-lived realities to God. We sometimes assume that we can't tell God about the crappy parts of our life. And this is what's so great about the examine. It forces us to grapple with the good and the not so easy parts of our daily lives. The examine helps us to be honest before God. God, you let me down. God, I felt your absence today. God, I let myself down. God, I'm so frustrated at someone. We can bear our hearts. That's the kind of honesty that is the mark of an intimate friendship. And again, it all comes back to this collaboration with God. How can we collaborate with God uh, in God's mission and project for the world if we don't allow ourselves to be vulnerable and honest and ourselves? Ignatius's particular examine has a similar pattern to his approach to prayer. The Ignatian pattern of prayer is like this. First, Ignatius says, ask God for a grace, what you want and need. And usually this is something affective, something you could feel in prayer. And then, pray with a scripture passage that may help you in obtaining that grace. In the spiritual exercises, if you're praying with the passion and death of Christ, you might pray for that grace to feel sorrow, to feel that grief along with Christ. If you're praying with the resurrection story, you might ask for the grace to feel joy in the resurrection and feel hope. And then at the end of the prayer, see if you've received the grace that you've asked for. You can meld these two patterns in this way, taking it and applying it not to a prayer But your whole day so in the morning you might think about what's going to happen today and you ask God for a grace what you want and need today and then at the end of the day before you go to sleep see if you've received the grace that you asked for what this does is it involves God in your entire day in fact it makes your whole day a prayer and by framing your day with asking for a grace and then seeing if you receive that grace, you're inviting God into the reality of your life, into the everyday experience. Because that's the way Ignatius says God speaks to us, through our experience. You know, it's a practice that helps us be aware of our needs. And so we call upon God in our time of need. So to sum up, the examine involves God in our lives. It allows and cultivates honesty before God. It builds an awareness of God's presence and of our uh, sins and the ways that we need God. And it finally calls us to a response. How are we going to respond to the love of God? It builds an awareness in many ways first is of our daily lives right how do I live my life how honest am I with myself am I honest with God it builds an awareness of our reaction to others how honest I am am I with others how do I treat them or react to them it builds an awareness of the wider world How aware am I of those who are not like me? And it builds an awareness of God and God's presence. How does God feel about this? How is God loving me and everyone through life? Can I find goodness in the world? How can this idea of an honest awareness of our lives lead us to a Christian response. The Ignatian tradition gives us some suggestions. First, an awareness of our daily lives. There's that fifth step of the examine, make an amendment. Ignatius wrote, let him put his hand on his breast, grieving for having fallen. So how the way that we've lived our lives today, or made mistakes or fallen, how is that going to change us, change our hearts anew for tomorrow? Next, our awareness of our reaction to others, there's something called the Ignatian plus sign. It's also known as the presupposition, and this comes out of the spiritual exercises. Ignatius says, let it be presupposed that every good Christian is to be more ready to save his neighbor's proposition than to condemn it. In other words, give people the benefit of the doubt. If someone rubs you the wrong way, um, assume that that was not their intention. They probably had a good intention, and you can ask them about it. Clarify, let them know how you felt. And, and clarify perhaps they actually did have good intention if they didn't well y- you know your answer uh, but Ignatius says plus sign people first assume the be- you know give the benefit of the doubt and assume the best of people then there's the awareness of the wider world the idea of gazing through God's eyes comes out of a meditation and the spiritual exercises uh called the meditation on the incarnation. And here you're you're looking with the Trinity, looking down at the world and, and all the things that are going on. And here's one line from that meditation. Here it will be to see the great capacity and circuit of the world in which are so many and such different people. Right? looking at that person that cut you off in traffic or uh, a coworker you just don't get along with looking at them through God's eyes what does God see can we acknowledge that wow God loves that person um, so deeply more than I could ever imagine um, just as much as God loves me it might help us be even more compassionate and perhaps better able to plus sign people so gazing through God's eyes at the world and the diversity of the world so many different people yet God loves them so deeply and finally there's the awareness of God's presence and in the Ignatian tradition in the spiritual exercises there's this commitment to closeness the whole uh, purpose of the exercises really is to build this intimate close relationship with God and Ignatius says, in similar words, "Grant that I may see you more clearly, love you more dearly, and follow you more nearly." Godspell drew from Ignatian spirituality um, so the Ignatian tradition of the examine, both the general examine and the particular examine." just gives us this awareness builds our awareness so we can um, make a better response to this love of God and the idea I mentioned of asking God for a grace in the morning and then checking in with God in in the evening before bed um, this originally um, i made into an audio meditation and then into a daily journal Um, each page of the journal you are asked these questions as well as some other prompts. There's also some places for journaling. And you can uh, access both the journal and the audio meditation uh, at com slash grace. And you can purchase the journal, a hard copy of the journal, and there's also a downloadable version. Thanks for listening, and uh, I hope to have more Uh, Of these these kind of presentations in the future. If you live in the Atlanta area, this is just a reminder that if you're attending the Eucharistic Congress on June 1st and 2nd, God in all things will have a table there. We invite you to stop by and say hello. You can get the Grace I Seek journal there in person, as well as our other various resources. God bless.